Welcome back. <laughs> anyway, now that the um, emotional works are over for now, I have my little handy dandy notes. Okay, but this episode is called All About Love. So I just have, I really do think that like love should be the most prioritized feeling in life. Um, in the sense of just doing things that you love, you should prioritize things that make you feel love. You should prioritize, um, just the essence of love in your life. And when I feel like when you do prioritize those things in your life, you will bring in a lot of abundance to yourself and, um, you know, just like, I don't, like it's cheesy and it's corny but like everything will be okay if more people prioritize love instead of like all the other icky shit <laughs> that happens in life so what is love um I have some questions that you guys could like also ask yourself you know some like journal entries you can kind of put in um, I'm realizing that like some of the things that I do within my podcast since I do have such like introspective topics is to just make not only myself think but also make whoever's listening to this watching this think as well for themselves in their own life about these topics and just kind of like full disclosure like open up these discussions within your life your home um, your friendships your relationships I just think these are important things to discuss in life. <laughs> um, but what is love? Um, I think that's an important question to ask yourself. Like, what does love look like to you? Especially if you're coming from homes that don't really have um, a love that you want for yourself. Um, I think it's hard sometimes to know what love is or what love looks like for yourself when you're coming from these kinds of homes or you come from like damaged homes or just like you don't experience the love that you actually want to experience you experience the love that you've seen which I think are two different things um I've learned that I think I, I got, that's been a cycle of learning and unlearning that okay <laughs> is just being in situations with people that are just too much alike to the love that I've seen and not the love that I desire in my life. And I've had experiences where I've received the love that I desired and it not be compatible. And I just think those are just like natural things to just have kind of a conversation with not only yourself, but your partner about what is the love that you desire to have um, what is love to you? How much do you prioritize love? And, you know, just look at it in that way. For me, I think it's kind of difficult for me to, like, describe love to a person. I think it's kind of like one of those indescribable things and feelings. And it's so multifaceted and it's so complex and such like a delicate thing and I like I prioritize it personally like very highly in my life um I think people that I've been in like romantic relationships with have seen the best version of me which is like 
like like it's very keen and deep in my heart like I just feel things very deeply so like anyone that's gotten the opportunity to get to know me on that manner of in which I love or am experiencing some sort of romantic scenario with trust I'm that okay um I just think I'm kind of like one of a kind and kind of like super extraordinary extravaganza and irreplaceable I don't know something crazy like that <laughs> anyway yeah I just think love is like super cool <laughs> it's super cool it's like something I really prioritize in my life um and I just move through love. I think I am love, like, in just love in a person, human form. I always say that about myself. I've been saying that for a few years, but, like, I truly believe that, and I think that's why I receive, like, the most amazing things of life, because I'm just love, you know what I mean? And love deserves love. Like, the fuck? Okay. I love how I started that off like super like deep and like conceptual and then I'm like <laughs> actually I'm love and everybody sucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. Have you defined love before to yourself as well as partners? So that kind of just goes hand in hand with like the first note of just being like, what is love? Deciphering what love looks like to you. Um, and also what it is for your partner, for your parents. Um, really just understanding the perceptions of those around you of what they want out of a loving relationship. Because some people don't even want a loving relationship. Some people just want certain, like, they carp, carp, mental, I can never say that word. Carp mentalize? Carp mentalization. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. It's just really important, I think, to just decipher what love is for you, what love looks like for you, what kind of love you want to receive in your life and that's it you know what I mean it's pretty self-explanatory but also like have you done it though you know what I mean like no you probably haven't that's why we're here yeah same <laughs> okay what are your love languages so I know this was like a huge thing it's kind of like a trend and whatnot but also i think it's very important um doing the little quiz online to decipher what your love languages are i'm going to put the link in the description box um so you can find that out but finding out what your love languages are i think are super important because i do think they are different in the sense which i think people kind of this little extra key tip would help a lot of people is not only to decipher what your love language is but also decipher how you express love because I do think that they can be different um something that I notice even within myself is like 
how I express love isn't like isn't how I want to receive love like the way that I would like to receive love differs from how I express it completely and I think that's something that's important to decipher um, amongst you and your partner as well um, and then the next component that I have is what does loving yourself look like uh, this is something that I think I really learned this year at my big age is what it means to love myself um I think I've always said like oh I love myself so much and like of course I love myself and like I prioritize myself and like I'm an only child like I don't know how to not do that and I think I was telling myself that because I wanted to believe that genuinely like I wanted to believe like oh my god, like, I'm so selfish, like, I'm such an only child, like, I really just think about myself, but in reality, like, I don't, <laughs> like, the reality hit me this year of just being like, wow, actually, you want to know something about yourself? You actually don't prioritize yourself as much as you think you do, and it actually is very hard for me to prioritize anything that involves just thinking about solely myself, and trying to be this um, selfish individual that has been projected upon me my entire life is actually nearly impossible for me to do. <laughs> and I'm embarrassed about it, actually, okay? <laughs> like, I've been attempting to be like this harder, more like angry, emotionless, bad bitch, so to speak. <laughs> and I mean, I'm still the bad bitch part, but also like sad girls club, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just been very hard for me to like prioritize anything that I actually like doing and just prioritizing myself, my work for myself, my own brand, putting time into myself versus putting like allowing other people in my space. Um, even when it comes to relationships, like I just feel like I just get so like thrilled with the idea of like love that I am just like oh my god like what if you're the one like <laughs> and when I'm in that zone I'm just like okay now everything that I'm doing in a sense is about like this unit that I've just constructed in my head it's about this unit um just because like my idea of love just completely is partnership and it's like Like, I just look at it so, okay, if you're here, I'm going to be here. Like, if if you're aiming for this, then I'm going to be aiming for this. And I'm going to always aim for my own goals. But, like, that's why it's really important for me to just be with people that are also just, like, as ambitious as me, if not more. So that I'm inspired to just want to do more. And, like, I like that kind of, like, competition in a sense of just, like, constantly being, like, 
okay, like how can I continue to elevate myself? And like every time I'm elevating myself, I'm elevating my partner. That's just where I go. Um, but when you are not with a partner who is a actual one for one partner potential and for two, um, actually on that, I mean, this is like a hidden, hidden agenda of mine that I don't think I express like verbally to the people that I romantically pursue for whatever reason up until this point. But it was just like something that I just never romantically expressed because I'm just like under the impression like we're on the same. That for you to even get here, you've had to be on the same vibe as me. But like the reality of that is no, ma'am. Actually, no. <laughs> actually, act stop. Actually, maybe you should verbalize these internalized thoughts that you have because I think I am like pretty deep i hate to say that like sounds so fucking corny but like i'm thinking so deeply and so like future tense and so like partnership all these things and like if i'm not expressing that i am fully just in a present tense situation with a present tense person and not all things of your present tense uh, vibe is who you are when you're not loving yourself actively you could not possibly attract someone who can love you. You know what I mean? That's that's how I've gathered that whole situation. So, safe to say, the next one's the one. <laughs> no, but it's just safe to say that, like, now that I've had all these realizations... It's, I'm just different like you know what I mean like wow you can't read my mind dead ass that's crazy but like also I'm well aware of this and I just put too many marbles in other people's like pockets like I'm just like so trusting in that sense like I'm like what don't I like I have no reason to not trust you and not believe that we're in the same mental space because how the fuck did you get here if not that but also, like, I have not been doing a lot of, like, deciphering and sorting out of the people that I, of the, like, minimal people that I do actually let in. I'm not doing enough quizzing on them. They were not passing my tests. They failed it, actually. Which is why it's just really important to, um, talk to people. So crazy, I know. <laughs> It's actually insane, like, uh, you need to find out if someone matches your same intellect level because then you would find out, and emotional maturity level, because then you would be able to um, decipher a lot of situations. Yeah. Anyways, back to what loving yourself looks like. <laughs> so this year I just really found out what it really looks like to love myself and prioritize myself and be there for myself show be there for myself and show up for myself and it's been like a super beautiful uh 
deep unpacking. I've unloaded all of this fucking laundry and guess what? I already, I folded the clothes and put them all fucking away. Reorganize the goddamn closet even. So I think it comes with time. Um, I'm sure it comes with also just like aging, maturity. I'm sure these things change, obviously. But really just taking time out of my life uh, to get to know myself has been like get reacquainted with myself has just been like an amazing, amazing, amazing experience. And I would not have had this year go any other way. Okay. Um, my next bullet is how do you show your Okay. I lost um I don't know, storage I think. But my next bullet was how do you show yourself you love yourself and i think that also just takes time in deciphering what your love like what does it mean for you to love yourself and then also just understanding your love languages deciphering um how you express love and just trying to see how if whether how you express love is the same way you show yourself that you love yourself I think for me personally, because I have not been someone who's prioritized um, myself in some time, that was a challenge within itself is just like learning or finding out um, what it, like refinding out what it means to love myself and also rediscovering um, what it looked like for me, especially with like all this new knowledge and like time and aging and everything it's just been a process and I mean I've been enjoying it a lot uh just figuring out what that looks like for me figuring out um the things that I like to do by myself and like also now that I know more of what I like to do alone I'm not gonna invite people anymore so crazy I know <laughs> But I think that's pretty important. Um, the next one was what value do you place on love in your life? Which I kind of already specified before. But this is just like things to just notate, ask yourself and decipher. And then the next one is, is your platonic love expressed differently than your intimate love? And then deciphering in what ways? I think this one is also something that I recently learned um, just with like no longer being friends with some people. Um, I think I've realized that how I express love platonically versus romantically is very different for me, but I do think that sometimes maybe my platonic love because it is, I'm just like a very intimate person, like, and deep. It's just, it maybe it is confusing for some people. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but I just think I care a lot. So like, I just express my care for people. And maybe that confuses people. I'm not 100% sure. We're still figuring that out. But... <laughs> 
overall, um, I think that is a really good question to ask yourself and seeing the ways in which it might differ. Um, I definitely know I typically do give my friends way more grace than my romantic partners, which is why, I mean, I completely understand why a lot of people are always saying to fully get to know someone on a friend level before you, like, enter in romantic ways with them. Because I think if you could decipher someone's character as a friend, you would really understand if you like them as a person. Versus some people tend to have very, like, performative, romantic um, actions. Which I think are interesting and telling. And I'll just leave it at that because we're not, I'm saving it for my book. <laughs> of just the different ways in which different people do different shit. Um, but I think that's something that's really interesting that I wrote down. I really like that question. <laughs> what a loving relationship looks like to you. Do you have anyone around you that inspires a love you wish you have? This I feel like I kind of briefly touched on, but being raised by a single mother um, and just seeing like kind of, I feel like the experiences that she went through in dating in her like generation makes my views on love very different a little bit. I don't think that me and my mom share the same outlook on love at all, but I do know that like she aspires to have a love that she has never seen herself. So me just understanding that about like where she comes from and like the home life that she grew up in you know also just gives like I give her grace for understanding that she is still discovering what that looks like for her and I think even just like kind of having these conversations with your parents and just like trying to understand the dynamic of like your grandparents and like their grandparents would also give you a little more leeway on like how you perceive sometimes people and how you perceive like their actions. I have a lot of uh, mutuals and like friends that have been raised by single parents and I do think that that does like put a toll and play a part in how these people go about their dating lives. Um, you know, some things impact people more than they know and more than they're aware of. And I think that it's just important to figure out what that looks like for you and really just understand that some things you can't control and there's probably a reason why, you know, this is your parent figure in the first place is for you to also understand what you want for yourself and what that looks like for you. I think everything's really just like a learning curve and you can learn from almost anything in life and I really just look at my entire life experience as like a fucking not only a memoir and a movie but just like a fucking textbook like I feel like I could write a textbook of like life 
And I think maybe that these podcasts are, in a sense, that for me, or the beginning of that for me, as I'm understanding it and feel like I am going through these different phases in my life. I feel like I'm also like speaking about certain things that are kind of going amongst the phases that I feel like I'm completing, which is really cool to experience. Anyways, <laughs> um, explain the difference between being in love versus loving someone. Now this, um, I think I've only been in love one time before in my life and it was like super nerve wracking and made me like, it like shook my entire existence <laughs> of life and which is like, I also think is why like I'm so particular about like the people I entertain and the people I date and whatnot just because like I know there are certain people that I've dated that I would never be in like a full blown or long term relationship with and there are people I think most of those people actually are the people that I typically dated after the person that I was in love with because it shook me so much and like it was just such a like emotional and emotionally draining experience that going into another situation like that was really nerve-wracking for me so I pretty much just dated people that I knew I would never be in like a full-blown committed relationship with for the sake of dating and like trying to get more experience um because like I realize when I'm in love with someone like they can actually completely shift my entire like mindset of like what I want out of life in the sense like you know you could be super against having children or super against marriage or something like this and then you meet someone and you actually fall in love with them and then now you're possibly considering those things and once I realized I was considering things that I've never considered in my life and then not being with that person I think it just made me be like super culture shock um ego death moments just like epiphany after epiphany after epiphany and it was just like a lot and I just realized that like between being in love with that person um and just loving people I like I said earlier like I just feel like I love people like I'm a loving person so like loving people in a very general sense um makes when someone says they like love you to me I'm just like yeah I love you too like okay you know what I mean like for me it's not as serious because I just think I literally do love everybody and like I wish everybody the best I hope everyone has a great old fucking time in life because everyone deserves that um but yeah I don't know it just I think when you experience being in love it can help you differentiate um what it looks like for you to just love someone in a very general sense 
versus being in love with them because I think you do very different things for these cases and sometimes you don't but you should <laughs> I'll say that much um yeah and I, I do think it's a little hard just being a person that is like super cool and chill and like very lovable because I think anybody does have the possibility of falling in love with you but that doesn't mean you should give them um the space to do so because not everyone deserves your love and that's just the truth so if that resonates take it and sit with it and write about it you know what i mean anyway this is my last one is it well okay no it isn't i have one more thing after this um so with there being seven different types of love how do you prioritize them in your life and what would you like to improve in so this goes hand in hand with the last thing that i was going to say so with there being seven different types of love so let me just do the love languages so there's physical touch receiving gifts quality time acts of service and words of affirmation now, with these being your languages of love, you can also express these languages differently versus how you would like to receive them. Um, then comes there's seven different types of love, which I just found out while doing this, is emotional, intellectual, financial, practical, physical, and activity. Um, I'm going to put a link also of just like kind of what these differentiate and like what they mean and what they stand for. But all in all, like I just realized the types of love that I prefer are things that I needed to prioritize more in my life. And like I just, you know, being in like a triggered space and just being... Or not acting like myself for so long just made me realize like how I was kind of giving myself like the shit end of the stick and I wasn't really like prioritizing anything that I cared about in like a really deep meaningful way and now that I'm in a new headspace and I'm doing that and I'm doing those things and I'm trying to like actively um, pursue myself because I deserve it you know what I mean um now that I'm actively trying to do those things it's just really cleared my mind and cleared my headspace and really just shown me um what loving myself looks like and now that I understand what loving myself looks like I think I can fully love another person again um I just think sometimes heartbreak is a bitch you know what I mean like <laughs> being heartbroken I think especially depending on how that relationship goes and went can be very detrimental to someone's like mental space and their health and I don't know it's just something I wouldn't wish on you know any enemy not that I have any enemies, but like, you know what I mean? I think 
being heartbroken but also being like in a relationship with like a toxic individual someone who's like gaslighting you or manipulating you in any sense and like emotional manipulation is like the worst thing I think you can do to a person one of the worst things there's a lot of obviously a lot of terrible things but um yeah I think it can really just take you out of touch with yourself and when you're out of touch with yourself you're out of touch with the universe you're out of touch with spirit and when you're out of touch with all these things I think it's really hard to like get back into society and be a fucking active human being in the world and just damn you know what I mean like wow it's taken me like two years really to just become a full-fledged human being again <laughs> and it's okay you know and I've learned and I've loved and I've hurted and I've discovered and I've had many successes and life is just one hell of a goddamn roller coaster and we're all in this together and this is just a message you guys are not alone you know, life happens to everyone, things are going on, I just think being more loving in your life could help you just decipher a lot of impracticalities that are going on, going on in your life, and it could just help you come back to yourself and realize, like, you know, being true to yourself and what your actions are and what you want to look like in the world and how you want to show up and I just think this is this is a nice little message to just help you start showing up for yourself again uh it took me nearly like a month I think it's been before I could even like record this maybe a month and a half honestly but you know I'm giving myself grace to actually experience life, heal through the things that I'm experiencing actively while they're going on, and also just progress and continue progressing as an individual who is in touch with themselves and in touch with their emotions, and I'm in a way better headspace these days, and yeah, I just feel more like myself, and even just like watching back like, um, my first episode versus like my third episode I just feel like you can kind of sense like I'm getting back into my swing of things like I love my third episode so much but it's just like I was just so nervous in my first episode which is granted like this is something that I've wanted to do for myself for a very long time and I'm finally doing it and I'm doing it in a way that makes me feel comfortable and I'm not pandering to like the aesthetic of fucking social media like fuck that shit you know what I mean like I'm fully doing it how I want to do it with the resources that I have currently and that's not to say that it couldn't elevate and it's not going to get better um I imagine that as I continue it'll definitely get better and better but to be honest I'm just really enjoying being honest with myself and vulnerable and upfront and owning my shit because these are things that I would tell any close person in my life and I just think that 
I don't know, maybe it could help somebody. Um, I really appreciate the messages that people have sent me about it helping and like them really liking it and people waiting for this episode. Like it's really helped help me get out of my feels and come and do this and stay up until fucking 3 a.m. recording, you know? This itself and it's so simple but also like what I'm doing scream so I doesn't cry again no but like what I'm doing is really important to me and like the things that I'm talking about are super important to me and it's like I don't want to bullshit because I'm not a bullshit person and yeah it's just like another of the a thousand different things that I do uh in my wee little world of self and I'm just happy that I'm sharing this. I'm sharing it with people. I'm sharing it with strangers. And I think it's pretty fucking dope. And I'm giving myself like mad props in this fucking video. But like only because I don't do it enough to be honest. You would think I do based on like how I post on social media. Because like I post very like bad bitchy. Because she is. But also <laughs> um, I... I go through a lot of things, I've been through a lot of shit in my life and I'm just like kind of ready to like talk about it and be vulnerable and open up about the things that I've experienced because I do think that it could really help people and just like how I process things I think could possibly be very beneficial for people. So I'm doing, I'm sharing and I really don't care because swag, you know what I mean? Anyways, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, watching, um, supporting, sharing. Um, I hope you like take some of these like little questions that I had and you know just journal about it to yourself and see where you are at with your love discovery and your self-love journey. And maybe this will inspire you to like check in on yourself a little bit more and seeing really how you feel or how you're doing and it's okay to not be okay. Um, and it's okay to not be okay for a while. I don't think that makes you, you know, a depressed person. I think we go through um, like seasons of emotional development and I think everything is for a purpose and I think I'm just discovering my purposes but little plug um, I do have life mentoring services I am a life coach um, I studied anthropology so I actually do study humans cultural anthropology I've studied humans for a living so um, if you're interested in receiving like maybe more of like these kind of introspective conversations and me really just like helping you discover yourself and discover things that you're interested in things that you need to work on things that you want to heal from um i do sessions i'll have that linked in the bio as well as far as just like what you like what us talking one-on-one -on -one could really look like for you in your life and yeah 
I'm glad to be back. Glad we're talking. Glad I had a nice little emotional uh, session with you guys today. Feels good cleaning out some, you know, things that need to just remove themselves. And Doug's cried too, you know what I mean? So whatever. Um, but I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you're having a great life. I hope you are doing something that makes you happy and stay blessed. See you later.